Yo. DJ Patterson, the first on Polishing Podcast. Shots what you up to polishing. tonight? We're going to do a Shots and Polishing Podcast, Marty. Shots and Polishing? Yeah, I already took good. my shot. Do you want me to take another? I can't take another one. That's good. Just one. Just one. I'm sitting here drinking on a local beer from Marshall's. You know, it's a good name. It is a a good name. (laughs) It is a good name. Uh, Too bad. Yours is close. Marty. Marty's close to Marshall. Well, you know, my full name is Marshall. Oh, interesting. Did you forget that? I did. Well, hopefully Mr. Uh, Benny will get on the call soon. Should be fun. Really interested to see what all he's done through social media and all that he has uh, progressed as his business. So really looking forward to this conversation. I agree. He's got a uh, super large following on Instagram. 48,000 followers. Is that uh, the wavy? That's on his yeah. It's on his detailing page. Yeah, his, even his personal page is uh, sixty eight hundred, so six thousand, yeah. which is is very impressive. That's your own personal brand. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Super interesting. So excited! Should be a fun little podcast. So you're sipping on some Marshalls. I am. It's a porter. Oh, yeah? Did you catch a little porter uh, crave? I just wanted to see what else is out there. And I'm, I've had this before, but I wanted to compare it to the uh, founders we drank the other night. And, I mean, although the Marshall is a local beer, and I support local, but taste-wise, the founders definitely hasn't beat. Yeah, I mean... I, I think Marshalls is a good brand. I mean, especially for local, they've put out a good name. But yeah, I mean, Founders is such a bigger. You know, they got a lot more experience. I think their beers are definitely fuller flavor. Mm. Beers just aren't full. Mm-hmm. Full flavor, so to speak. They got pretty good, like wheat beer for the summertime. Yeah, their sunset wheat's really good. I, that's one of my go-to's. I'm a big fan of Boulevard. That's pretty much all I drink most times, but uh, I do like their Sunset Wheat. Stop, stop BSing. No, you drink whoa, Coors whoa, Light. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot come on here and act like <laughs> you don't drink Coors Light. You damn right. of the time. When I'm dehydrated and eat some cheap water, that's what I go to is Coors Light. Uh, I don't blame you. Want some water-flavored beer? Mm Mm-hmm. Hello? Hey, what's up, Benny? What's up, guys? We're just bragging on your numbers, man. Oh, what? 48,000, huh? Yeah, bro. it's, It's crazy, man. This year, this past year was pretty crazy for us over here. We're ready to learn your ways, my man. Yeah, we bro. Will. Let's, we'll get into it here in a second. Hey, Benny, thank you so much. DJ and I were catching up, chatting a little bit. He is drinking um, a local beer called Marshall's. It's a local brewery. What 
are you sipping on tonight? I just opened a, a beer called Estrella. It's from uh, Jalisco in Mexico. Um, I couldn't find the Taj Mahal beer either, man. So the shop was sold out, so I had to settle for this one. But uh, still one of my favorite beers. Really refreshing. So I had to grab one for you guys. Man, yeah. thanks. I appreciate that. I am going to – I'm getting uh, a beer out of my little beer fridge that um, – I haven't tasted. I bought it. We went up to Missouri mm, earlier in the year, well, last year, sort of fall, and found this beer up there in a, a liquor store, and it's called Hot Date Ale. So beer, it's a beer brewed with dates and chipotle peppers, so it should oh, be nice. interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to pop mine open. All right, so, Benny, tell us. Who you are? Tell us how long you've been in, in, in your company name and all that. Tell, give us the give us the download. Um, well, my name's Byron, but I go by Benny. Um, I own Wavy Auto Detail out of Los Angeles. Um, we started in 2013, I believe it was March, so we're about to hit our um, five year anniversary. Congrats. Wow. Um, the name Wavy it just came from uh, out here. A lot of guys say Wavy instead of saying like. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's dope. They'll say wavy. And I don't know why. I just wanted something different for uh, for the company name. I didn't want to just go with the typical, you know, at least around here, it's a lot of guys naming their detailing companies after themselves. So it's like mm. a lot of Jose's auto detail. <laughs> I didn't want that. I didn't want that. I wanted to, to make it a brand from the beginning. So it just, it just wavy kind of clicked. It's got a good little logo to it too. I like the logo. Yeah, yeah. I, I um I used to design clothes and stuff like that before I was doing this. So um, I just wanted to come up with a nice little <clears throat> simple logo for the company and maybe catch everybody's eye. Um, and what app do you use? Do you use an app when you post all your photos? Because it has your logo always in the bottom. Yeah, yeah. There's an app called Over. Um, I'm not sure if it's available on Android, but for sure it's available on the at the Apple's um, on iTunes. I'm saying the App Store. Um, you can basically throw on any logo you make on Photoshop, the computer. You could throw it onto your phone, and um, that that app will let you post the logo on any photo. You can mess with the the logo, flip it around. It's a pretty cool app. It's nice and simple to use. So. I mean, it saves a lot of time compared to you going on your computer and having to throw every logo on there manually. Mm -hmm. Save hours. <laughs> Man, I love the uh, I love the photo. You've got the foam cannon soap on um, uh, on a vehicle with the sunset and the palm trees. Oh, the uh, the last video. Um, no, it's just a it's a photo, but it looks like. Looks like that's the same car. Yeah, yeah, same car. But yeah, you're talking the video. There's, there's a, also the photo. Just beautiful colors in the sunset. We in Oklahoma don't necessarily get to see that very often. So. Oh really? <laughs> no, we're so like smack in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of lucked out over here with the whole with sunset, beach type vibe, the palm trees and everything. So why detailing though? I mean, you said you started about to celebrate. You said five years. Uh, so, why, I mean, what made you get into it? Why did you want to be a detailer? Um, honestly, it's just kind of something that happened. Um, it's a it's a crazy story. I used to work at a uh, the hat company Lids. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, yeah, yeah, we have yeah, one here at the mall. Caps and stuff. 
I was working there. That was the last job I had. Um, a detailer came into the shop, and you know he kind of came in in a in a super good mood. And usually everybody at that store was always just bummed out because the mall's huge, so they're all just tired from walking around shopping for people. But this guy came in with a good mood. He came in and uh, ordered um, some patches. And if if you're getting patch patchwork done at Lids, it's really expensive. And this guy just kind of came out with like a a wad of cash. And I was like, dude, what the hell? So I got kind of nosy and asked him, oh, what do you do? And he goes, oh, I detail cars. I was like, all right, that's cool. Uh, my dad used to uh, wash cars like 20, 30 years ago at a, at a local car wash. But um, yeah, he just he was just telling me, yeah, dude, I get to work on nice cars all day. I, I make my own schedule, blah, blah. So I was just kind of like, hmm, maybe it's, it's something I should try, you know? Lids was... Uh, Man, I probably had two dozen jobs before Lids, all of which I never got fired. I just got tired of working for people. So as soon as he came in with that little story he told me, I just kind of decided to try it. Um, but, I mean, started off really slow, just like everybody else. Um, I honestly, I never, I didn't, I don't want to say I was a professor or anything at it. I just knew how to basically just wash a car, you know. I just had my bucket and my hose in the trunk of my car. And I used to just drive to people's houses, asking if I could hook up to their hose, um, to their water supply. I'm sorry. And I just, I just got to work from there, man. I just, um, at, probably every year I hit like a little landmark. Um, I worked for a year just working out of the trunk of my car. I got rid of the car, which was um, it was almost a brand new Dodge Charger. I got rid of it just because I decided to dedicate all my time to detailing. And I ended up getting like a '99 uh, Ford Expedition that I started. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I started working out of that. That's the first time I actually, um, you know, I bought my tank, my little generator, the pressure washer, and all that. Um, and yeah, man, did the struggle. The year after that, I got first my first brand new van. Kept pushing. Year after that, I got myself another Dodge Charger, um, the Scat Pack. And you get the, the white after, one, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the the year after that, I got my my second brand new van. So, um, yeah, all, all the work is paying off slowly but surely. <laughs> so, how many vans do you have now? It's two right now. Nice. Uh, how many employees? Right now, it's three. We're looking for a fourth, but um, right now it's three. So it's it's kind of kind of crazy on this side right now, trying to handle everything coming in. Yeah, DJ, what uh, it brings me back to some memories. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what uh, what what was it? What was that car that you detailed out? I, I, had, a, I had a 1999 Ford Contour. Yeah, Ford Contour. Ford Contour. <laughs> so a little, but we but we use waterless though, so we don't have to carry any water tanks or anything. So um, oh, I was right. able to work out of the trunk of that and not have to worry about water tanks and so forth. But we still hooked up to like everyone's power. Yeah, bro, that that that's what pretty much what I was doing, hooking up to everybody's power, everybody's water until I got that uh that expedition. But even then with the mm -hmm. expedition, I was going through so many problems and those V eights spent crazy oh, yeah. gas, man. So all my money was going to the gas. It's it was a headache, but we got through it. <laughs> Cause you're in uh you're in LA, right? Yeah. So what's your average drive time between jobs? Oh man, it can get it can get pretty crazy and it's it's not even a long distance, like yeah, maybe to go ten miles 
Man, it'll be like two hours sometimes, two and a half hours, bro. It's, it's We're 20 minutes between it, jobs here. Oh, I'm jealous, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got to schedule everybody out so far apart just because I know I'm going to be sitting in traffic no matter what. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. That's what I mean. It's a trade-off, right? I mean, you get a lot more out there as far as, you know, just scrolling through your cars. No, oh, they're amazing. Page. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Thanks, we, we just we just rarely get to see that many. You know, there are some of those sporadic. You know, DJ does some, but uh, not to this amount. But then it's a trade. No. Like, like there's no way we would take hours to get to a car. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's something I'm. I'm I've, sadly I've gotten used to, but it's it's still a headache. <laughs> yeah, I bet. All right, so tell us, tell us about because you mentioned the, the beer that you're drinking. Say, say what it is again. Uh, it's called Estrella from Jalisco, from Mexico. Yeah, I have never heard of that. So, uh, is it you just can't even is say it, it, Marty? No, Sorry. I probably can't. Estrella. <laughs> Estrella? Yeah, Estrella. Did I get it? Yeah, Estrella. Yeah. Man, yeah. I studied eight years of Spanish and can still barely even speak it. <laughs> That's Oklahoma education at its finest. <laughs> uh, so what, tell us about it. I mean, is it just your atypical Mexican beer, or is it a little different? Um, I don't know if you guys have had uh, Modelo's before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It tastes a lot like Modelo's. Um, I'm not a huge Corona fan, so I've always tried to find something different because everybody out here drinks Corona. That's just what they're used to, but I've never really liked the taste of it. But um. I actually found Estrella not too long ago. And honestly, I think it's a new company just because I hadn't seen it in LA probably. I probably only started seeing it right now in like 2017. Before that, I hadn't even seen the box. I had never even heard of them before. Um, yeah, I just randomly picked one up and, and I fell in love with it, man. So whenever I can't find that Taj Mahal, I'll, I'll uh, be drinking Estrella. Or I like Stella's too. Mm-hmm. Like I told you, pretty much any a lot of lagers I'll mess with, man. It's probably my favorite beer. What about? Do you ever drink? I like Soul. Oh yeah, Souls are good too. Yeah, I really yeah, like yeah. Soul. If I'm gonna drink a Mexican beer, that's I, I like Soul and Pacifico. Yeah, Pacifico is one of my favorites too, man. My dad actually got me into that beer. I love those things. Yeah, here I mean we. DJ, do you, I don't really drink many Mexican beers. Do you? No. Um, when I, I mean, when I go out and eat Mexican food, obviously. But other than that, not really. I mean, in the summertime, we, yeah, that's pretty easy. Uh, in the summertime, we'll do Modelo and like we'll mix it with uh, like one of those um, strawberries or whatever. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did that's a lot so of good. That last summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you take the limeritas are great, and so you mix them with Modelo, and you just take a, a big cup and mix the two of them together. Uh, so good. Mostly in the summer, though, I do the, the Mexican beers. I don't know why. Just summer's Get a good time of mood. year. Yeah, yeah. It's a good, yeah, good time. Cool, man. So I was looking through uh, your personal page, Benny, yeah. and you've got uh, you've got some definitely uh, different posts. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and I'm gonna ask just a, a, a kind of a why. So you're you're creating you've got your own page with um, Wavy and then you have your own personal page and and a lot of times when people have a personal page it's it's sort of also creating a personal brand yeah 
And so tell me about what you're trying to display for your personal brand. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of things I used to do before um, Wavy. Well, I tried to start like other businesses and stuff like that. The main thing was gonna um, was the clothing line I had mentioned. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you kind of have to post in the way I'm kind of approaching, you know, building the Wavy brand and building my own brand. Like you said, there's certain things people like to see, certain things people like to hear, but at the same time. I try and be really honest with what I post on my personal page. If you go toward the beginning, I think it's, I have a couple hundred posts, but if you go toward the beginning, you can literally read everything I'm going through, everything it took to get to where I am now. Um, you'll see the struggles. You'll see a post where I'm mad, I'm sad, or when I finally got like a breakthrough, I got my first like celebrity client, stuff like that. It's it's a lot of reading, but um, I feel it's something people need to see. And I feel it's, it's actually working out because if you were to look at my DMs, either on Wavy or on my personal page, it's a lot of people saying, oh my God, dude, you inspired me to, to, to do this, to do that. I feel so much more confident now trying to, approach life in my own way instead of how my parents wanted me to or how my teachers wanted me to I try to show them that um I took a lot of risk that I went through a lot but um th that everything's paying off and that it would pay off for for anybody that tries it you know so who, for anybody else that wants to take the risk that you know it could pay off for them too um I'm not sure if you got a, a chance to read any of the, of the Oh no, I did. Oh, okay. I did. The, the the one that I found to be very interesting and probably a lot of them because personally I've dealt with it, um, was the one where you're talking about your depression. Yeah, man. Uh that that's a big a big thing for me. A lot of people think just because I found some sort of success with the business that oh, I must be living the fucking life that you know nothing's nothing could ever go wrong, but it's it's kind of the opposite. You still you still deal with a lot of stresses. You still deal with the depression. Sometimes you wake up, you don't want to do anything, but you just got to get yourself through it, you know? Sometimes I got to psych myself out, like, dude, no, you got to go to work, blah, 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 when I just want to lay in bed and not do anything. Um, it's, yeah, it's no, I, I, I totally get it. Like when, so I went through a divorce about five years ago, uh -huh. and, and there was days that, well, sometimes even weeks where I just did not want to get off the couch. Like, yeah. And just lay, I would come home at night and just lay around. Um, and then especially earlier this year, you know, my, my ex-wife married, I'm not too fond of California right now because uh, <laughs> she married a guy in California and then took my daughters to California. Oh, okay. And I'm joking about not fond of California, but <laughs> um so, yeah, I mean, there was definitely periods early in 2017 is when they left. And so, I mean, I would just come home and just battle. You, you, you come home by yourself to battle, you know, an empty house and battle the depression. Yeah, man. Um, I know exactly it, how that feels. It is rough. It is, it is really rough. Uh, I also see it's cool. I think one of the best best books for anybody to read or if you can't read like me, you listen to books and it's Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I see that post on your uh, your page. 
what did you think of that book? I loved it, man. I um, there's a lot of stuff I read in that book that that uh, I actually, I was just kind of tripping on, like, dude, this is this is what I'm thinking. This is how I feel, and he has this all written down, like mm-hmm. in a book written however many years ago, in like the twenties, right? Yeah, nineteen twenties or thirties. Yeah, yeah, it's insane, crazy. And the choices, like the people decided to make, you know, and the little stories he has inside it, it was just. It was awesome, man. After that, I just that book like kicked my ass like into gear and just to get to crazy work. I've had that book for I don't know how many years I've had it just right here in my room, man. I refuse to to let anybody borrow it. I refuse to give it to anybody, but I I always recommend it. Somebody picks it. Yeah, it costed me like ten bucks. So I think one of the most interesting parts, uh, you know, and it, it is funny because it's written so long ago that you know he makes statements about like. Um, men go bald because they're wearing a hat, you know. So yeah. there's some stuff that you know it's just because they just didn't know back then. Yeah, you know. That, <laughs> you know um, but one of the really cool parts that got me was when he talked about how your brain um, has uh, it can basically send and receive um, not really information, so to speak, but it's almost like uh, it's it's it can broadcast. Uh, in in the uh, that next what's it called the sixth sense, and mm-hmm. and he's, he's really talking about how if you get around other people, you can in inside your mind send and receive information, positive, negative, and of course always be around the positive. But it was that it was that it's a receiver and you can send, and and he was talking about some studies where they put people in different parts of town and they could talk to each other almost got a little spooky with some telepathic but i really think i really think it's true and that's why i think you you see sort of that emergence lately in some business realms where they want to do uh, uh not workshops what do they call it those group meetings um oh like mentoring or no it wasn't mentoring it was uh um, but basically where you get in groups and you, you all sit around and talk about, uh, that type of business or whatever. And, and that's, and, and that's what he was saying that we should be doing is, is being around mastermind groups, mastermind groups. Yeah. Yes. And, and he even talked about, you know, having mastermind groups with people that you share like minds with, because you'll send and receive information subconsciously. Um, just it's it's really a great book. I, I thoroughly true. enjoyed it. That that's definitely true. But it's it's something I really struggled with out here, just because um, I don't know too many people. I don't, I don't even know if I know anybody that that tried to start their own business yet. Out of you know my friends and family and stuff like that. That's that is something I always wish I had though. Some kind of um like support system. Some kind of. Mm-hmm somebody to bounce ideas off of they could bounce ideas off of you and you guys kind of you know learn grow together you know um yeah max is doing it alone it was really hard like you said one thing was depression one thing anxiety uncertainty you kind of don't know where you're going you're you're learning as you go but um it's not it's nothing that's impossible it's just you know it, it would always be cool to to have somebody there with you through the tough times and through the good times yeah definitely um another thing that uh, is
you're very creative in your photos. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I kind of, I used to be a lot more creative, if I'm going to be honest. Um, just because I said I used to design a lot of stuff, and uh, it's kind of something that I've been trying to bring into Wavy, my creativity, just because I feel if I'm not being creative, I'm not really doing anything, you know? It's, it's um, I don't know if that's just me or if it, if it runs by every anybody else but um yeah i used to i used to be a photographer i've done design i've uh had the line a couple different lines um yeah man i, I like to post the pictures i take on my page but lately i used to post like two times a day then it went to once a day and now it's like once a week so it's it's something i'm trying to get back into and, and post more often just because i know a lot of people like i said are, are, are following it and yeah, it's really hard to stay consistent. Like, I've, <clears throat> as, as we've grown, you know, I've gotten so busy with administrative tasks and so forth where I can't always be posting. So I actually have one of my guys who's a detour who's super creative as well. I let him post every day to Instagram and Facebook and pay him for that. That way he can live out his creative side and I can still run the business and we keep content going, you know, on the business. So I definitely get when you get in those those you know funks where you really can't post much or don't post much and you yeah. kind of lose that momentum you know yeah man it, it's hard but um i try to i try to post as much as i can and you can schedule them out too i'm sure you know that you can just on uh what is it hootsuite or something like that um there's what's it called uh, yeah i, I mean hootsuite's one of them there's one there's more a, uh, yeah there's another one. Oh, latergram oh yeah it's called latergram yeah yeah. Oh, you guys use that one? That's what we use for our Instagram, yeah. So he'll schedule for the whole week. He'll spend, like, three hours in the office a week and schedule it out for the whole, like, you know, for the next, like, uh, ten days or so. Yeah, I got, I got definitely got to get into um, into that later gram or Hootsuite or something just because that – That way you don't have to worry about it. You just, yeah. yeah, you just spend, it, spend a few hours just putting it up there, and that way you can, like, strategically plan what you want to say, what you want to post. And uh, it's just out of your hands. I mean, you're just you're done. You're good. Yeah, man. I, I definitely have to get that get that going. <laughs> hey, so tell me. So um, here in which in the United States, if you look at where we're at in Oklahoma or Arkansas, Texas, through the Midwest, it's called the Bible Belt. Uh-huh. Um, out there, it's definitely much different. Here. We would not, it would not be socially acceptable, so to speak. Uh, you know, you smoke a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, which is, is totally cool. People, when I had a car wash, people would ask me, you know, who I, who who did I use to get drug tests and stuff? And I was like, drug tests? <laughs> you wouldn't have any employees. Yeah, I wouldn't have any employees. <laughs> like, like, it just goes with being a detailer almost. You know, a lot of detailers smoke. So, but why put that onto your, your page? Like, wh- why'd you do that? Like I said, I, I try to be honest. I try to be honest with everybody, everybody that's following me. Um, like I said, I, I've posted a lot of personal stuff on there. The whole weed thing, um, I feel like I would be lying to people if I, if I didn't post it up somehow or if they didn't know that I smoked. Like, and and at the same time, society, even even out here in LA, a lot of people still look down on on the people that smoke weed. They think they're lazy. They think all they do is you know um, take advantage of mom and dad. Maybe all the money they use goes straight to marijuana when there's a lot of people I know 
as a matter of fact, a lot of my clients, the, the ones that are driving the Lamborghinis, the Ferraris, Bugattis, Paganis, they all smoke. I've even smoked with a lot of my clients and it kind of grows into, into like a bonding thing. Um, a lot of my clients are more friends and, and I can say it was a lot just because one day it came up, hey, you smoke? Yeah, all right. And we smoked together when the car was done, you know, learned a little bit more about each other. And I don't know, it's kind of been a positive thing for, for me and my business. And at the same time, you know, when you're stressed out, when you're in, you're in that bad mood, on that in that darker side, smoking just helps me relax a lot, you know, to not take things so, so seriously, lighten up a little bit, you know. And um, yeah, man, it, it helps me out a lot. I want people to see that side too. Know that, oh, hey, this guy smokes, but look, he's he's running a a legit business. You know, he has legit clients and things like that. I want people to see that side too. Well, and I think the I think that will change as it continues to grow throughout the United States. I mean, eventually, I I would imagine the majority of the states will move recreational. You guys just went recreational, right? Yeah, yeah, we just went recreational, but um, it's not, it's not, it's not looking like anybody's gonna stick with it just because we found out the taxes on it are like thirty percent. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I don't that's... think nobody's gonna go go spend thirty percent when they can get some extra off off their friend, you know, or off their their normal uh, plug. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but that's the whole reason that I think a lot of states will move. <laughs> I think we voted for, or we are voting. No, we, we're it's... about to here in June. Oh, in uh, Oklahoma? Yeah. yeah, I think there's, I saw something rolling across the feed that in June they're voting for uh, medical. Yeah. Yeah. There's already, um, you know, like the head, head, head shops and stuff that sell, you know, all the random stuff. They've already, a lot of them have changed their name to, you know, like cannabis, uh, cannabis healing store or something you know they're yeah they're they're prepping you know for that move yeah for actual um like real branding and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah. so let, let's let's before we transition into branding because i'm glad you brought that up um i gotta crack open another beer Dang, this this was really real <laughs> this was really good it was from piney river uh dj i'll have to bring you one it, it that that chipotle peppers like you tasted on the back end, which is is mm. very interesting. I I've had a jalapeno beer and that was just way too strong. It was it was too hot. This is um this is actually enjoyable. You I don't really taste the dates. Have you guys watched the show it, on uh um it's called, it's on Viceland the channel. It's uh, it's all about beer and breweries and stuff like that. And I guess sometimes they have competition. And there was this this lady that threw Chipotle in her beer, and everybody like fell in love with it. I think she won. So I'm wondering if that's the same beer or not. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. uh, I, I it, I've I really enjoy it. I didn't know how I would like it, but it's nice and smooth. It's not overpowering. So. Oh, that's cool. I gotta try that one. Yeah. Um, I'll send you a picture. Um, take a take a picture. Take a little selfie with your with your beer and send it to me. Yeah, I'm down, man. <laughs> Excuse me. No, that way we'll post it. Uh, anyway, let's go into branding because you mentioned that DJ's big on branding. I'm learning. I'm not the best at marketing, but I'm learning. 
you know, how to brand and how to, to grow social media. And you had, you had said earlier you really wanted to talk about it because a lot of people reach out to you and ask you how to grow. Um, so, uh, DJ, you start us off, if you don't mind, you know, what are some things that, that you guys really, you said you've got your, your, your employee that helps you with posts, but what are you guys really trying to do when you have a social media presence and why is it important? We're just trying to stay top of mind, be educational in everything we do as well. So, you know, it's cool to, and there's nothing wrong with this whatsoever, but it's cool to post pictures all the time of all the cool stuff we do. But I believe it's more, even more powerful if you're putting education behind it as well, or a story at least. So really trying to do multiple things. We're trying to tell our story. We're trying to put some education to it as well to educate people on why they should use us, why we're the experts and so forth. So um, just really just, you know, just telling a story um, and, and just being educational and just t- staying top of mind. Cause if we're putting out relevant content all the time that people are actually benefiting from just um, then it's definitely doing us more service than just posting pictures of, you know, cool cars, which there's nothing wrong with that at all. But yeah. I think if you add educational pieces to that as well, or a story at least, then, uh, you know, you get, uh, I think you get a greater um, return. Yeah, and I think that's what, Benny, that's what you were saying, that a lot of your posts that on your personal brand side, you talk about why. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you, do you do that on your, your wavy page too? Do you go through and, and educate as well as take, <clears throat> use the photo? Yeah, if, if you go through the page, um, I'm not sure under exactly which pictures, but you'll, you'll see stuff like, um, there was one post. I think it's the only one that's going to stand out because it's in black and white. All my pictures are in colors, but that one's in black and white and it has hashtag words with wavy on it. And it's a picture of a Ford Raptor. Um, I posted like, you know, stay away from, you know, your local car washes, just hiring random people off the streets. Um, I don't know if you guys have those apps that, that um, they kind of hire random mobile car washers and they'll take a percentage out of what they're making and they'll advertise. Yeah, there's some out there in California. Yeah. Yeah. That those, those guys are all garbage, man. I've, I've met most of them personally. They, they tried to get wavy under them for a long time before the, the page was really big, but um, you like, don't have anything. You don't have to do anything to be with them. They'll just be like, Oh, do you got a truck? Yeah. Okay, we'll get you your equipment. You go, you know, go wash around whoever's cars. They'll bring out their big um, brushes and start brushing on the paint. I've seen videos. They'll post, and the, the those brands, those apps, they'll post up the videos like, oh, hey, you know, get your car washed at your place. And I'm like, dude, this guy's using a huge, like, broom to mm-hmm. to clean this guy's car. Like, he's scratching it up. I'll, I'll randomly post that under a few pictures, but I am trying to do, um, to post that more often. I just feel it's good. it takes a little more time just because you have to yep. put a little bit more thought into it. But it is exactly. definitely something I want to I wanna do because I get the questions all the time on the comments and stuff like that. People wanted me to post this, how I do that, you know. And and um, recently, I've been getting a lot of people trying to get me to start a YouTube channel so I, so I could actually, you know, give people advice and, and teach them certain ways to do things. And, and it's something I really want to do this year, hopefully before June. Um, but yeah, that, that educating part, it's, it definitely matters a lot just, just for people to learn, to make sure they don't go to the wrong places, make sure they don't get a brand new car, 
I think this technique's gonna work. And the next thing you know, a couple weeks later, the car looks like crap, you know? Yeah, and I mean, you got so your person, in my opinion, you you got more of a lifestyle brand and also your your business brand. So you've got two different avenues to go with when it comes to like YouTube. I mean, you can have a a lifestyle brand. People follow you. Like I like listening to you talk. I mean, you're very you know educated. You know what you're talking about, and you're very driven and so forth. So you can reach a lot of people with just your personal brand alone and also your business brand. So you got you definitely got a good, definitely a solid platform. Thanks, man. Already. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely try to do small things like like you know, like we said, educating people to try to make it a a little bit um better experience, more meaningful and, and you know, to get, get more people to, to follow everything we're doing. So when you put on some of these photos, you know, six million views, seven million views. Yeah. What what do you what what is that? What are you showing? Honestly, I'm just showing how much how much everything's growing. Uh, every time I post a picture like that, I'm I'm really proud of it. Just because I mean, you know, I I started off with no type of followers, obviously, and just the fact that I'm posting millions of views on something like a car wash, it it, it shows me a lot. Um, it, it's, it's, oh, no it's, doubt. I mean, it's it's impressive. I. I'm just mean like what I thought when you when I look at those I thought you already had a YouTube channel or something and and you were getting seven million views. So no, are you? I, wish, <laughs> I know that would be freaking impressive. Yeah, you make it some money. Yeah, yeah dude. I, I I just learned about that too. That after a few a certain amount of views or subscribers or something, they start paying you. I just learned that the other day. Yeah, you should definitely not wait till June. You should get that rolling get a lot quicker. quicker. Yeah. So that's seven million people that have viewed uh, videos or photos on your Instagram page. Yeah, yeah, that that's all viewed okay. from uh, the videos. Nice. And so, how did you get there? <laughs> so sorry. Excuse me. Okay. Um... I mean, because because right, if people are DMing and you're asking for help, I mean. How does somebody get from in you know starting the way you started to now you have forty eight thousand followers and seven million views? I mean, how'd that happen? Honestly, that was that was all Instagram. It was all me just focusing on Instagram. I've spent countless of hours, I've spent countless days, nights just trying to study Instagram, see what works, what doesn't work. Um, you know, studying exactly how hashtags work, tagging people. I used to tag the owners of the of the cars a lot, and um, they would always let me know, like, dude, that's dope. You know, keep doing it, blah, blah, blah. I haven't done it lately, but um, I just try to interact with everybody as much as possible with the with the tags, the hashtags, um, even posting that the city thing. Uh, when you post, you know, if you're in L.A., California, whatever, under the video, that all helps a lot. Um Honestly, like I said, I just spent the time on Instagram because I knew that if this took off, it was going to be because of social media. There, it wasn't going to be me going around the city passing out business cards or, or just relying on word of mouth alone. It, it, it's for sure social media. It's not obviously just not for the car wash thing. Anybody trying to start any type of company, any type of brand, it's all going to be social media right now that, that you should really be focusing on, on taking off on. So, do you listen to uh, to Gary Vaynerchuk at all? No. Oh man. 
Oh, oh, I'll Gary, let, Gary, uh, from New York, Gary the, the Jets fan. Yeah, bro. Yeah, the Jets fan. <laughs> I was like, hold on. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, bro. I, I haven't listened to any of his podcasts or anything, but I see, I follow him on Instagram. I see what he posts and stuff like that. Yeah, you got to check him out. Yeah, you should listen to his, you, you fit right into his mold. Of- yeah, you definitely, yeah, I can see that. I gotta ask though. So, do you work with a lot of a uh, lot of artists, like a lot of hip hop artists at all? Or yeah, yeah. Um, we've gotten, you know, we've gotten Chief Keef, we've gotten DJ Khaled, uh, Tyga. We've had like K. Michelle, the R and B singer. Um, okay, cool. cool, I, cool. I, yeah, I'm lucky to, to to live over here in L. A. When it comes to that, just because you know, I'm always gonna run into some type of actor, even when I don't know who they are for sure. They're like some kind of TV show, or they're on the mm-hmm. radio, or something like that. So, you know, that with that part, I'm fortunate to be uh, out here in L.A. You're always going to run into somebody, you know. And so that's, yeah. So when you post a picture and you tag, you know, the the owner who's some type of star, that definitely gets people to view a lot more. I mean, that's, yes. uh, that was, that's genius. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, that that's definitely because they'll be like, oh, shit, that, that, that's my favorite football player or or I got um Ty Lopez is a client of mine right now too. And, really? Yeah, he has a lot of fans. Yeah, he's got a lot of cars. <laughs> yeah, man, and he'll post this on his Instagram story sometimes, and shit, nice. the page will blow up like crazy. So I mean, if you, if I'm tagging them, they're gonna tag me too. That's how I feel, you know. At least most of the time. So I mean, something positive is always gonna come out of out of doing that. Now, did you follow just? Didn't Khalid, DJ Khalid, like, blow up on uh, Snapchat? So do you do Snapchat or just Instagram? No, I do just Instagram. I, I was I was doing Snapchat for a little while. But um, when Instagram started doing the stories, I kind of felt it was going to, it was gonna uh, what do you call it? It was going to kind of overpower what Snapchat's doing just because Instagram's, like, so much bigger. And I actually read in an article a couple months ago that, that Instagram story actually – has more users than Snapchat now. So as soon as I read mm. that, I was just like, okay, I, I'm done with Snapchat. I'm just going to keep focusing on, on Instagram. Because Snapchat was a lot, it was a lot harder. You yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, you don't have media people can see. You don't have a way to, to contact anyone without them actually, like, finding you, going through, you know, y- your stories and stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, I just feel Instagram, even Instagram over Facebook, I would, I would focus on too. I, I don't, we don't have a Facebook or anything like that. Oh, no Facebook. Well, so, I mean, I would say that's a benefit to do Facebook and then link the two accounts, right? Because then you get correct. A yeah. Post on Instagram and a post on Facebook. Yeah. That's I, I don't know. I could be wrong though. You know, I don't No, No, that is true. I mean, Facebook's probably the most popular social media platform there is. Um, now, do you boost your post or pay for marketing? I've tried that like two or three times to do the uh, the Instagram ads or whatever, but they didn't really work out. So I, I just I was kind of done with it. I just I, those phone videos. Um, there's something called I believe it's ASMR or, or something like that. It's where where people get like kind of a, a pleasure out of out of seeing because if you'll see the comments on the videos you'll be like oh this is so satisfying oh my god this is so satisfying there'll be all these people you know tagging everybody else like dude look at this it's um it's kind of weird it's kind of like some some um 
you get like a weird feeling. I don't even know how to explain it. It's something you see or something you hear. Some people like to hear like uh, a bag of chips like crumbling up or whatever. <laughs> You'll see all over Instagram random videos of girls playing with clay, like literally just making clay and cutting it up and 10 million views, 20 million views, 100 million views. I'm like, what the hell? So that's one of the slime. It's, it's yeah, not it's clay, slime. it's slime. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. 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 So I kind of took advantage of that too, man. I'll, I'll hashtag that too and, and I'll find them. And, you know, the next thing you know, they don't even like cars, but they're following me just because of the videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's little stuff like that that I, I've kind of figured out along the way to, to, to try to use to my advantage. Oh, we've talked to quite a few detailers too. And, and, when when you talk to them and the ones that aren't successful what excuse do you hear the most they'll try they'll try to blame they'll probably they'll try to blame everybody and anybody for for their own um their own success whether they have it or not and that i think that's a huge like uh it, it's something negative. It's it's not a way you should think. You should you should always hold yourself accountable for whether you're doing good or bad. You know, nobody's in control of you except for you. So, I mean, yeah, like I said, they'll blame anybody, man. It, it, it's I, I get kind of sad when I hear stuff like that now because even when I try to help out, like, family members to the smallest thing, like, I'm trying to get my cousin knows how to cook really good, so I'm trying to get him to start, like, a some kind of little like taco card or something like that to, to make money, you know? And he'll be Marty like, would go to it. Oh yeah. yeah. I would be there. You <laughs> tell me when it opens. Yeah, yeah, dude. And he's like, nah, dude, but nobody cares. There's so many taco people out, blah, 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 which I could say the same thing. Cause there is a million people doing mobile car washes <laughs> over here right now. It's like the thing to do, leave your job or leave school and go start a mobile car wash. It's crazy how the lines are getting over here trying to get, um, you know, the spotless water and everything like that. But you'll see them quit after a couple months and they'll just be like, oh, there's no clients. Oh, there's all these people over here charging $15. How am I supposed to get them to charge 40 bucks? Blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, like you have the power in you to do that. I I did it. I convinced people, you know, you're spending 20 bucks, but my $50 is worth it because I'm going to give you this, this and that. I'm going to give you quality. I'm going to teach you when other people are just going to wash your car and leave. Like, it, it, it's, it's, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, um, like I said, it, it, it's all up to you. you there, there's always ways to, to make things happen how you want them to happen. And a lot of people just don't realize that. Well, uh, uh, DJ, when you, when you started, you know, I, and, like Benny was just saying, when people get started pretty soon, what is it that kept you going when you were starting off? Yeah, because, I mean, there's so many times that I just, you know, I could have just quit and said, forget it, it's not for me. But I just, I was just determined. I mean, it's just in my personality, it's my blood. I just was just determined to, like, not fail. Like, I had people to this day, they're just like, hold on, you still have that car wash business? I'm yeah. Like, well, yeah, what'd you think? Like, I'm not just going to. Like, what did you, it's just kind of, it's, it's a compliment, but it's kind of like, what the hell did you think? And like, what did you think I was doing? Yeah, but dude, I don't know. True. I was just determined to like keep pushing forward and just not fail. I wanted to, I wanted to prove that it can be done and you know, it, it sucks sometimes, but we, you know, we push through. We're not, we're not done yet. We haven't arrived. I don't know everything, uh, but I can say we beat a lot of the odds. 
Yeah, that that's definitely true, man. That, that I still have people telling me all the time, especially my family members, my older family members, that like, also, are you going to go get a job at a bank or are you going to yeah. do this? I'm like, are you going to go back to school? I'm like, dude, no, like. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. I'm going to, I'm going to make this shit happen. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. it. The, the optimism. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, so, so let's let's kind of wind it down. I appreciate your time, so I want to keep I want to respect it. Um, give us a couple, just you could even something you've already talked about. But if if there's guys that are listening, detailers, and they're struggling, they're wanting to to make it, but they're having a hard time. And and I hear that too. And it's uh, to me the excuse I hear a lot is, well, my customers. Or the people around here, they wouldn't pay for a coating. Yeah. And it's like, nah, yeah, don't blame it on them. It, it's it, how good of a salesman are you? And you might be using the wrong coating that's costing too much and you have to abide by all these rules and all this. You know, so, but what's some things that, that these guys that are listening to could take from you as far as, social media and how to grow your business, you know, one or two quick things so that it's practical. Like I think the hashtags was great. What are you, like I said, you can, you can revisit some of your ideas, but just give them a one or two nuggets. Real um, well, the most important thing, I guess, just, just put the time in um, no matter how many distractions there are, how many people there are, trying to distract you trying to tell you it can't happen just just stay positive and just push through it you know push through it um like i said the main thing that worked for me it was social media definitely um i spent hours passing out cards passing out flyers telling the whole world about it but it didn't it didn't nothing compared to how many people you can reach on instagram so fast um i would just say just that's that's one thing I should I would uh I would recommend focus on the social media dude um yeah yeah I, I agree I mean when I started I started as a mobile power washer detailer in 2002 and we didn't have this wonderful thing that is called social media and the internet even back then was you just there was very little internet action and so we, the only way we could market was handing out cards, putting them, you know, go to a Walmart or a, you know, or big box or somewhere and just, yeah. you know, hit every car you can with a flyer until the security guard, you know, kicked you out, you know, yeah. office complex, you know, so that's the only thing we had. So we didn't have all the luxuries that the guys today do. And I think that's, that's awesome. Put in the work, you put in the time to go study the platform hashtag dm you know yeah, tag people I, I, yeah i think that's that's great yeah. so um let's let's do a a review we we always talk about our beer and i think we've we've all had some good beers uh give us a review on that beer that you have rated out of five stars when would you drink it what do you like about it uh this beer is five stars five stars to me man it's my go-to when i can't find that taj mahal unfortunately taj mahal is only found like in one store i think within 10 miles and i always have to go to that one store to get it but um if i can't get that i'll get this Estrella. um it's at every liquor store here now 
refreshing. It's something you crave after a hard day at work, hard day, you know, polishing, whatever it is. Um, yeah, man, I definitely recommend it. If you guys have it out there, check it out. I haven't heard of it, so I'll have to try and find it. Like I said, we just don't really get too many great beers. I had somebody the other day on Instagram tell me they were going to send me some beer. So, <laughs> so that, that was that was like definitely, man. I, I we we are still here, so yeah, we um, I, I would definitely love to to have a to have a good beer. DJ, what were you you were drinking the Marshall's Porter? I'm drinking the Marshall's Porter. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. So um, I am drinking, and it, I, I'm trying to remember who it was. They told me there was 360 Detailing Co. He's actually out there in uh, California, in Lompoc or something. Oh, yeah. Lompoc. Lompoc. Yeah. It's probably maybe like two, almost three hours away. Yeah. So Bobby Herrera. Yeah, he's supposed to send me. Maybe he can send me that one that you're uh, you're sipping on. That'd be good. I'll too. send it over if I can. <laughs> Is that can we send over beers like that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, there's um, there's beer that. there's beer groups. Um, so I um, I homebrew also. Yeah. And uh, so there's different groups that you can actually you'll send off. You'll get into these groups and you can trade different beers and send them off. Yeah, it's it's perfectly fine. Oh yeah, I got you guys. And I'll send over a case. <laughs> yeah. So this is so this hot date ale that I tried from Piney River Brewing Company. They are out of. I, let me go check. I think it was Missouri. Yeah. They are out of. Uh, Missouri Bucanus or something. I don't know. I can't read the writing. But I really, I would recommend this. I'm going to post a picture of it. Jeez, uh, I'd give it, which is strange. I would probably give it a four. Um, definitely, I, I really enjoyed it. I like that Chipotle as it finishes. It's got a nice little Chipotle. It's not overly hot. It's just nice and smooth. So yeah, I got to find that one, man. It sounds good. Yeah, I gotta go to the Bevmo and find that tribe to find it. So tell us, uh, let's let's close down. Tell us where people can find you. I know uh, we said on Instagram. Uh, what is you, you know? Just go through and tell us where people can find you. Yeah, yeah, you can uh, always check out the website wavyautodetail.com. Um, main thing, like we said, is Instagram. You can find me at Benny Blanco with a K, and uh, follow the company at Wavy Auto Detail. DJ? Yo, it's going to be at DJ Patterson and then at EcoGreenMD. It's E-C-O, green like the color, and MD is in mobile detailing. Yeah, and I don't really do um, personal brand. I'm pretty weak on that. My you kind of mix both. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I think my personal page is all of my kids. So <laughs> kids and my dog. So that's... I've got an English bulldog, and he's a he's a blast. But uh, so pretty much my uh, my personal page is that's really all I do. It doesn't really have many followers. It's just for some little stuff. But uh, but our business page is 
Total Auto Solutions. And we have a couple cool things, Max the Jeweler, as well as uh, Next Level Coatings. So you can find us at Total Auto Solutions. Hey, this is Marty. And I appreciate you, Benny. Appreciate DJ. Thank you guys for taking the time. I think it's some super helpful information, Benny. Thank you so much. There's going to be a no lot problem. of people that uh, that grow and can learn from uh, from you. So thank you, DJ, also. Uh, and uh, we'll close it down. That's uh, a pints of polishing podcast. We always talk about beer and how to detail and clean cars and grow your business. Yeah. This is Marty. Make it a great day. All right, guys. Yeah. Take it easy, man. Later, man.